You see them and you run, you understand? My very special guest tonight is director Richard Greenwood Jr. and Alexis Zabolas from the awesome zombie short film that I've watched. It's called Hidden Valley in 2010. How are you guys doing? Very good. Awesome. How are you? Great. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you thank for, you for having us. having us. No problem. And I want to thank, every, I want to thank you, Richard, for pointing this short film out on, is that Killer? What's that site again? Yeah. yeah, it was a part of their uh, part of their festival, and then they they were cool. They were really really cool about putting up uh, the online festival as well, which was which was nice because they got people like yourself right. who wouldn't have gotten a chance to get to the festival to actually see the film. So mm-hmm. it was yeah. good, very Pen- good. Pennsylvania is a long way to Louisiana. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and it's even longer to California. So. Now let me ask you: now, How was it received in in your perspective? Um, well, I, fortunately, we've, we've gotten into about 12 festivals so far. Um, we've won a couple awards. Um, everybody I've talked to on a professional level that has, has seen the film has really enjoyed it. Um, they, they're really amazed by the production value and, and, and how it's shot and the, and the story and everything. And everybody thinks the acting is really good. Um, on a, on a on a student level, I, I think I get a little from time to time. I might be my own thing, but I kind of think I'm getting a little snubbed because <laughs> I, I put so much work into this. This was actually my thesis film for my for grad school. Really? So, yes, it was. So and and ninety percent of people when I tell them that they're like, "What? Really? No way!" And that was what we were trying to do when we made this movie. We wanted to make a really good high-polished, entertaining movie that was, you know, not only looked great, but was going to be enjoyable to watch. Well, I want to tell you something. The quality of your short film is very, very equivalent to, like, Dimension films and, you know, really, really, really high-dollar productions. And that's one thing that I thought that was really contagious to me of liking it film more is the the quality, the acting, the storyline of how this film was made. And Alexis, I thought was <laughs> thank you very much. No problem. <laughs> no problem, and I mean that. And Alexis, your performance in this film, I thought was very unique and awesome performance because, you know, 
the, the chemistry that you had with the young lady, um, it was like, it just, when you watch, I, I don't want to sound dumb, but when you watch this film, you get into the personal aspect of the characters, if you know what I mean. I mean, most zombie films have it like, okay, there's zombies, apocalypse, you know, you know, let, let's throw a little comedy out there, let's try and make it a little funny, you know, and not have no really storyline behind it. And I think what makes Hidden Valley so different is there's a personal value in the movie within the performances of the characters in the film. I completely agree with that. I mean, when Rick introduced me and Maria, it's kind of funny. I mean, I don't work with a lot of kids. So she is literally like, oh, God, she's like crackhead me at, like, <laughs> at her age. So when we met, we were like, oh, my God, we're such good friends now. Like, we were like that on set. We were like little BFFs. And I, it was great because I was like, wow, I feel like I'm 13 again. It was just so weird. Telling me about her crush and all this stuff. Oh, that's nice. I'm old. <laughs> I, I feel like I went through that shit yesterday. Not <laughs> 15, 16 years. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm doing the back. Yeah, 15, 16 about years five ago. Years ago. Shut up. <laughs> Thirty years for me. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know, Richard, I, you know, this I is. Mean, that was one of the things that we wanted to do with the. Uh, you know, with, with the story, was we wanted to really, the heart of the story was that relationship. Yeah. It wasn't really about the whole zombie stuff. I mean, that was just like kind of the icing on the cake. It was really, it was that relationship between the two of them that is really what we we're hoping people would connect to and, and want to see the movie for. It was mm -hmm. it was that relationship. And, and the thing was, is I know Alexis already kind of mentioned it, that was my biggest concern with going into it was making sure that they had an off-screen chemistry, yeah. you know, that could translate. And to me, like, the that the final scene when, right before she sacrifices herself, that that scene, I, honestly, it would never have been as strong as it was if it wasn't for that relationship that the two of them had, because they really pulled it out of each other. Right, you know, right. I mean, I think, I think it was... And and I think that was actually the last night of shooting. Yeah. So I actually think it was it was it was almost just real. I mean, for me to watch it because I think you know because it was coming to an end yeah. for for just all of us being together and obviously especially the two of them. But like if they weren't as close as they were, I don't. I I mean I I'm they're both great actors and they did great jobs. But I think I don't think it would have went there. It's so real. Yeah, it would have went yeah. wouldn't have went so far. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know when I. I, know I, when I when I reviewed this, I don't know if you guys... See, a lot of times when I do a review, it's in top of my head, so I don't write nothing down. So whatever comes out, I'll say it. You know, I have, a, like, an idea of what I said. But when I played it back, and I guess I kind of made, like, a funny little review in it and didn't mean to, but I said, there isn't no dead spots in this film. All there is is dead people walking around. <laughs> That's clever. I like that. So but, you know, we were talking the other day when my mom was listening to it. She started giggling when she heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but that's serious. I mean, I was being serious, too, because a lot of, you know, there wasn't no dead spots in this film. I mean, it just kept cruising along. Now, the scene with, I guess I, guess I can say it, there's a scene with a baby. Now, I can cut this out, too, but what, <laughs> now, a little girl, I can't remember her name was with you. What was oh, her, yeah. how did she handle, uh, was she ever in, a, in a, like, a horror flick before, or is this her first one? That was her first, first one, yeah. yeah. How'd she react to the the baby scene? 
or any of the zombie stuff? How, how did she handle that? Uh, well, the baby, she didn't see. I'm almost positive. She walks in towards the end. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. More, um... Um, more of when I'm getting attacked is what she's reacting to. Okay. Um, I think it's more of what's happening. It's almost like um, she's seeing her parents getting attacked by a zombie, and and I'm her new parent because her parents are now right. You know, they're deceased. So um, she's reacting to the oh my god, now I have a chance to to fix something. Uh, with this zombie, so that I think that's what gives her kind of the balls to finally, you know, fire the gun. Okay. And yeah. As, as far as as Maria, like, you know, dealing with that, you know, mm-hmm. as an actor too. I mean, she she wasn't so exposed to the baby yeah. thing. Yeah. And but honestly, we there were, we had so much fun on set when you know just kind of goofing around and with all those zombies and stuff. I. I I think she just knew the whole time it was yeah. it was kind of you know it was fake and right weird. right had fun with it so I don't think it was we ever kind of went there where it was like something that was hopefully not going to scar her for the rest of her life. <laughs> oh, wait, can I just add that Maria is like the toughest little thirteen year old girl? Is she fourteen now? Oh my god, probably, yeah. she is the toughest little shit that I know. I love that girl. She <laughs> she has already fired a gun. Okay, she goes to the firing range. She is such a little spitfire. She literally is me walking around. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, she she will if you if you try to be witty with her, she's got her own witty comebacks, and they're very adult witty comebacks. Wow. Yeah, she's pretty smart. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I didn't. I mean, that question wasn't. I didn't want me to make it sound dumb. I just because I, I know a lot of t- kids that are in horror films. I'm, I'm not saying to be scared, but I'm sure it's it's it was an experience for her. Oh yeah. I mean, it has to be. I mean, anybody. I mean, even adults' first attempt, first horror film. It's like, wow, I get to see more blood and more. You know, I mean, it just. I don't want to make it like a dumb question, but I was just curious because she no, was. Not, no question's a dumb question. I mean, that baby even see when I saw the baby, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god!" But you know, a job well done. You mean? Get the baby. Hold on, he's got the baby. Oh wow! Yeah, he's gonna show the baby. <laughs> That's great. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you gotta take a picture of that and say. That's one thing that scares the shit out of me. Like I could not sleep at night. <laughs> and, uh, and one thing that really kind of um, was kind of tra- traumatic. On my twelfth birthday, my poor little doggy got run over by a car during my birthday party. Oh god! And um, uh, I guess my dog. This is like so sidetracked. But my mom was like, "Oh well, we found him on the side of the road. We're gonna take him to the hospital." But I guess. They thought he was still alive because he was frozen. His eyes were open and he was frozen, so they uh, thought he was in shock. Yeah, but he was really dead. And the next day, I went to my best friend's house and she put on Pet Cemetery. Oh, great! <laughs> I, I felt sick for two days. Yeah. Well, so now, you, now, what if the dog started moving around and we'll call him Dogombi? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Eighty some years old, but you wouldn't know it. It's just amazing. But now, is there any, any other horror conventions that you're going to be... She worked on a film with Lance Henderson. Yeah, I did a movie called uh, Da Vinci Treasure. Ooh. It, was, it was like my first feature film I did with Lance, and I played his uh, his uh, sidekick, like his evil sidekick. And I also <laughs> did, uh, with Steve Railsback, I, my first starring role in a feature was Plagueers. 
Ooh. And uh, that was with Steve Railsbeck. He was like our name actor to you know to bring some focus to the to the film. And that was like Resident Evil in space. It was so cool. And I will say that when I first saw the makeup for it, I did yelp. <laughs> it, was, it was scary. I mean, they had the the eyeballs and everything was different. They had the contacts and everything. It was intense. Like the makeup on players was intense. Wow. And that was a fun experience. You know, um, I feel like I always end up doing. I end up doing zombie things. I mean, that's just, you know, even my husband, he plays, like, the Resident Evil video games and stuff like that. Like, it's just Walking Dead all over my apartment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Walking Dead, have you seen that series? Uh, I saw the whole first season. I haven't seen this year because yeah. I, ta- I don't have TV, so I figure I'll wait and then I'll watch them all. Yeah. I watched the first season, too, and I haven't caught this year's yet, but... Um I've got some back information about that. They changed the writers, the directors, or so much riffraff before the season yeah. even started that I kind of lost interest a little bit. I mean, I'll watch it probably eventually, but I'm so damn busy right now with, you know, doing interviews and reviews and stuff. I just said, man, I, did, I can only do so much. You know what I mean? Well, same here. That's why I haven't seen some of the remakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to promote this film and working on the next project yeah. and trying to pay the rent at the same time so you know I mean it's just you know it's just too much And but you know hey you gotta keep doing it if you love doing it so I know I feel like a bad actor when I'm like I hardly watch TV but I'm, I'm always out doing something I'm always like I just came off of a play and filming a series and uh, I'm running around like a mad woman I was just telling Rick every day is like how much can you get done in one day <laughs> you know that kind of thing so I'm always running around and um, I have to admit that you know, when I have a chance to sit down, you know, uh, to watch TV, I'm so tired that I just go here to my husband, and we end up watching Military Channel or yeah. Animal Planet. Love Animal Planet. <laughs> my wife, my wife loves Animal Planet too, and and uh, I'm not really, I don't really watch any TV. I'm mostly back here in my office and doing the, you know, watching a movie or something, or you know, I, I have to try and stay focused on what's going on around me because there's some films that I just don't get to to after like a year is released because I have so many stacks I mean movies come in the mail you know I'm always getting stuff that hasn't been released yet so I'm just trying now I got caught up on a lot of them with no internet and that was a bitch be a be a podcaster with no internet <laughs> find out how nuts you go Oh man! Netflix, right, so you can keep all the movies you want to see in your queue. Well, actually, I don't use Netflix. A lot, all oh. my films I buy or they get sent to me from you know um, up and coming artists, I mean directors and stuff. And yeah, that's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got. I mean, like when I can't sleep in the middle of the night, that's a great time. And with my Netflix, like I can just stay up and watch movies. And I'm such a movie boss. That uh, I'd rather watch a movie than watch TV. But like I, I, I don't watch TV. Yeah, I'd rather watch movies. I would watch movies. Because you can, if you need to go, like, because I have such a busy schedule, I can just pause it mm-hmm. and come back to it. Like yep. I watched Seventeen again the other day, and I was so embarrassed, but it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I do. You know, I think I started watching. Oh God, what was that? I started watching a movie the other day, and I had to pause, I had to stop it and go away. And I came back and I started watching other movies. Oh shit! I forgot I started this movie a couple yeah. days ago. But That's uh, great about movies, though. Yep, yep. It's pretty easy to you know back up a little bit. Oh yeah, okay. I know you know. And then I just did that review thing. But uh, again, uh, a great short film. I get back. It's a great film. Period. Um, Thank you. It's very one much. of my, 
it's one of my zombie favorites. Um, it takes, a, I mean, there's a lot of zombie films made, but if you can, I, mean, I don't care, but if you can pick a storyline different and creative, and the acting was fantastic, I mean, it just, a standalone horror, a standalone zombie film to me, I mean, I've seen a lot of zombie shorts as well, and uh, a job well done, Richard. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And Alexis, a great performance by you as well. Um, obviously, I can't say too much of what you did because I don't want to ruin it for other people who hasn't seen it. So, I will shut my mouth. But I will say is, uh, uh, I can see you. You got a bright future, Alexis, and so do you, Richard. I, I can see, Richard, you, you have a knack for film. I mean, if that's your your thesis, you said. Yeah, it was my thesis. Yeah. And and if you did it that well done for being a thesis, now imagine. I would like to see that movie a full length feature. That'd be interesting. I, I I do have a feature treatment ready for it. Um, I I actually uh, we were fortunate enough to have uh, there was an independent theater in New York um, did uh, opening weekend of Scream Four. They packaged uh, Hidden Valley with Scream Four. Oh wow! So, um, I I'm from New York actually. I'm from upstate, so I kind of you know used the hometown the hometown boy thing and got in there. And uh, we actually we filmed a little opening for it, and then just uh, and let it play. And uh, I I flew out and just tried to get to meet people and get people to you know kind of like the movie and follow us and everything. And uh, I did a survey. I treated it kind of more like a test test screening, and just you know breaking down you know what they liked about it, what they didn't like, and you know and and, and, and overall the reviews were really really good and uh one of the questions on the on the uh the sheets that i have a pile in here one of my notebooks somewhere um was would you like to see this as a feature film and we got about 75 surveys filled out and every single one of them said yes so good for you that's it good for you and the thing about it is you can bring back basically most of the same cast because Short film. I mean, it's not. You know what I mean? You could bring Alexis back as the same character just to make it a full length. That's the neat part about the short film bit. Of course, Alexis is going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're buddies, dude. Like we've made buddies since working on this project together. Well, actually, the, the film was actually written for Alexis. Okay. Because uh, I I met Alexis casting for my previous film and. Uh, I didn't cast her for that, but we obviously hit it off during the auditions, and I was like, wow, I really want to do something with her. Can I tell him what the phone call was? The (laughs) phone call, it was at least a year before. The phone call was, hi, Alexis, um, I really liked your work, you're definitely, what was it, firecracker, you're definitely a firecracker. Um, I'm not going to cast you because my lead is blonde, and I really, really want to have everybody really different, and you guys are just too much alike. I hope you are okay with that. I said, that's fine. And he said, I'm working on um, a possible feature uh, or longer short film, uh, zombie film, like where the chick is like a badass, ass-kicking, kind of militaristic kind of chick. Um, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly what the word is. But, um, <laughs> uh, would you be interested in doing that? Because I'm, I'm thinking about writing it, and I definitely would like to use you. And I was like, yeah, totally. Let's do it. And, he, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll see if he calls me. year later, he calls me. Want to do it? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Now, you're, you're, you're talking about Sarah Rose, right? That was your first film? Uh, that was my, my I'd probably say my first, like, big, 
obscure film. I did a couple other smaller shorts that, uh, you know, they have some good stuff and some not so good stuff. <laughs> but uh, I, Sarah Rose, I'm pretty happy with. I mean, technically, it's not as sound as, as Hidden Valley, but, uh, you know, just the the, con- the content of it and, and the acting in that one, too, and, and yeah. just the overall, I mean, the overall engagement of it, I'm really happy with. Um, so I tried to translate that into Hidden Valley. Like I said, you know, that, that with with Hidden Valley, it was supposed to, it was more about those characters, and mm-hmm. and that was really my challenge to myself with the Sarah Rose was trying to make this like really gripping dark drama yeah. and see if I you know had it in me and and could do it, and you know it it came out well. So he writes great relationships for actors. He really does. Sarah Rose was just so relationship-based. It was awesome and very empowering. Now, is that available to be seen? Uh, I could send you a copy. <laughs> That's the words I want to hear. No, <laughs> no, because it's, it's a drama. I'll send you a copy of uh, Hidden Valley as well. So. All right, cool. Now, is that that is a drama thriller, right? Sarah Rose is? It is. It's, it's a very dark drama. I mean, it's not really... So much of like a horror, but I, I guess just because of how like dark it goes in certain spots, that you could characteristic characterize it under like a horror esque thriller genre. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's definitely not like oh, meant to be like a horror film. Right. It's really, really just dark drama, you yeah. know. But it's very it's very character based. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you're speaking of dark drama. Have you guys ever seen Dear Mr. Gacy? Yes. Now, that I thought was fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, I saw that a couple years ago. Yeah, it's based on true, based on a true story, I guess, with a kid. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a dark drama too. So I do review other than horror. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I would definitely love to have you check it out and see what you thought. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, like I said, it's not quite as technically sound as. As Hidden Valley, it's you know I'm I'm proud of it. I mean, it definitely it, it it brought me to where I am now. You know, it's, I mean, we all have to push. You know, that's the big thing is just keep pushing and keep pushing. And and the harder you try, you know, you might fail, but you might also succeed. You know, and you always always have to take you know learning experiences out of everything and then bring it to the next next thing. And you know, if you don't shoot for the scars, you're never gonna make it. So um, I just and that was the thing with Hidden Valley. Like I said, we wanted to, we didn't want to do a Blair Witch style thing, you know, or like a found footage kind of film. We wanted to do something that was just going to be really, really high polished and, and look professional. So, mm-hmm. you know, by pushing ourselves that much, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, a lot of planning. <laughs> I pre-produced on it for like seven months. I mean, I told her about it in December, and we didn't shoot until August. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I, you know, but the, I'm, I'm right, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just, I'm just a very driven, very particular person. So, like, you know, once I get it in my head, there's no telling me no. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and the, the nice part about Hidden Valley, Richard, is you have a project now that you can work off of. And trust me, you don't have to work as hard because how that was made. I mean, it's like. A top production, and that's the part that's gonna be nice for you, is because you know you mentioned about each project you learn from, and Hidden Valley, I think there isn't much more improvement that you could do to even 
to make your third film because the production value is perfect right there. I mean, obviously, you know more about filming than I do. I'm just going through a reviewer's aspect of it, but you have a good stepping stool right there. The quality that you did there, it'd be so much easy for you for your next film, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. Thank yeah. you very much. I truly appreciate that. Um, I, I think I was just talking to uh, a colleague of mine last night, and I, one of uh, one of the many um, things that positives have come out of this film and, and getting to meet people and talk to people like yourself and, and even through all the festivals and stuff, you know, um, it was one of the things that was said to me, uh, the guy who hosted the Sacramento Horror Film Festival, you know, his, uh, his name's uh, Blake Regal. He's been working in the industry for a while and everything, and he, he, him and I basically had a had a one on one conversation on stage for a Q and A for like forty minutes. It was oh crazy, and uh, because you know he was really you know yeah. into the movie, and I met up with him in the in the lobby after the after the break from the film block and. He just came up to me and he was like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you need to make a feature and you need to make it now. He's like, you're ready. Yep. And and for me that that was that was awesome because you know there's a I lot agree. of people they do their you know you keep working your shorts and stuff and and you know it takes a long time to kind of get where you want to be and for him to tell me like you need to do it now tells me that I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that statement because the quality of that film. You know, any Joe Schmo um, that doesn't review movies would watch this film and they're going, oh man, this thing must have cost a lot of money to make. Because the quality that, that it was made, you wouldn't even know that. And that's the part that makes a film sharp, is the way it was shot, the way the acting is, and the way the storyline is, this well-made, well-made film. I'll keep saying that to the day I die, a well-made film. Thank you, know, you very much. I'll give you a line that I use in my reviews. Every Alexis, same goes to you. Well, I do have a future project coming up. Uh, you can actually see it online since you're an online buff. Um, I'm in an online soap opera called Divanity. Oh, yeah? Yeah. it's We filmed season one earlier this year, and it, it um, debuted um, this summer, and every single episode that came out, we were um, best indie soap of the week for the entire run of season one on We Love Soaps. And uh, we were mentioned uh, in Soap Opera Digest twice in the past wow. month, uh, as, as having made a name for ourselves uh, in the web community, which was a, a major, huge honor for us. We were so happy to hear about this and see it, and we're like, oh, my God. Um, so I just came off of filming season two, which uh, premieres January 12th of 2012, so... Uh, there's like eight more episodes, and I play a completely different character than in Hidden Valley. I'm just like this glam, rich bitch. And I love <laughs> the pot. It's a really, really fun character. I cannot even tell you. It, I mean, I love I love acting. I love to play anybody but myself. So, it, I mean, it's just one of the projects that it's just near and dear to my heart, and I love the people that I work with and. We work really hard, and and the the writer, the creator is is a really good friend of mine, and um, we're all like a family now. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And, and you know what? Work is work. Take it when you can get it. Yeah. You know. So excellent. Well, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, you seem like two great people, and um, a great job in Hidden Valley. I'm a big fan. Always be a big fan. 
I'll keep promoting the hell out of it because I am a zombie diehard and uh, hoping to see some new work, Richard. You you will you will. I'm I'm working on some stuff too. So I uh, um, well I have a I'm going to be DPing a feature in uh, January. Mm. A little feature. It's called the Rental. Um, nice. It's gonna, Psyched. It's it should be good. I like the script. Um, I can't give out too much on it now because you know it's not really my project. But I'll be right. it. So but it'll be fun. It'll be be good. Um, and then uh, hopefully right after that we're going into a feature that I wrote. Um, just kind of uh, that's why I said you wouldn't like the next one because it's a vampire one. <laughs> it's a um, but uh, it'll be it'll be done here in LA and uh, I have some producers that are interested in it and hopefully the investors come through and uh, we'll be hopefully springtime going in to shoot that one where I'm, I'm hoping if we can get going on that for spring or maybe even slightly sooner we'll have it done and ready to you know put out for you know September October of next year um, that one I'm kind of describing it as a the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with vampires. Now that has my interest, Richard. <laughs> I just don't want to know that Twilight stuff. It's it's nothing like that at all. Um, actually, the the reason I wrote this script, was, <laughs> I've never seen Twilight, and I never will. I don't either, but I don't like that feminine <laughs> no. that look thing. That's not. No, we don't need <laughs> around here. So, but uh, but with yeah, with the with the other one, uh, the vampire one, we're just uh, yeah. I I actually wrote it because of my uh, you know kind of came through this epiphany working the horror film circuit this year um, was just you know a lot of people a lot of people still want to just see a lot of blood and guts and gore and and uh, um, and you know and the. The, the torture porn kind of stuff is still really popular, you know, Saw and Hostel and, and, and films like that. So I just, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to hold back. I'm just going to do something that's really just over-the-top, bloody, gory, violent, but at the same time, for me, put a good story in there and have a couple good characters, you know. Yeah. And and so this is that. that that's all this is, is it's going to be... It's gonna be just fun. Hopefully, just like fun through some gory, really free people out. Hopefully, and just be a great time. It's yeah. and but have some really good characters in there. And uh, but when it comes to the violence and the bloody, it's it's going all the way. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre all the way. Like you meet hooks and stuff Hell like that. So yeah. it's nice. Cool. Not see. I'm very interested now. I, very I interesting. Have, I have a part for Alexis in that. Uh, but I get to be my favorite evil self. Yeah, she, she's going to be a nice, evil, twisted vampire. Yeah. You, you forgot the B word. <laughs> Actually, in the script, she gets called bitch three times. So, yeah, yes. so there you go. Well, I can't, I can't wait to see this now, because I, you know... Have you ever seen... Uh, I'm going off the limb here again, but there's a movie called Stanton Hill that George A. Romero's son made. Um, a couple years ago, and when I reviewed it, I called it Texas Chainsaw Massacre without the chainsaw. Really? I haven't seen that one. Stanton Hill? Yep. Um, Cameron Romero. That's George A. Romero's son. Um, Alright, let's check that out. That is so cool. I mean, it has a tea lady from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new ones, uh-huh. and she played in there as well, and she exchanged a teacup for a shotgun. That's all I'm going to say. 
A very well-made movie, but check that one out because that that to me is a silent surprise. I mean, I rave about that one, and and uh, that's a good one. I, I never even heard of that. Yes, yeah, S A T S T A U N Staunton Hill. That's how it's pronounced. And check that one out. I think you really enjoy that one. Okay. S T A U N T O N Hill, and that's a good one. Okay. So yeah. If you like that eerie farm scenes where there's no, you know, hardly any noise, it's like really creepy. It's very well made. Nice. So, all right, you two, thanks a lot. I took up an hour, almost an hour of your time. Um, Don't worry about it. It was really fun. Thank <laughs> you so much. Pleasure's all ours. Thank you. And uh, keep in touch, and um, I'll keep uh, promoting that short film around my review, get people awesome. some more interest. But it's a very well-made film. You go, both did a great job in it. Alexis, love you again for coming on. I really appreciate it, and you guys kicked ass. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us, and thank you for all your uh, kind mm-hmm. words and help. No really. problem. Gruesome Herzog, the voice of horror. Do you like horror? Why well, do So tune in to... Bruce and Hurts Eyes. Hard movie review. A little creepy.